we are we are recording. Okay. Yay! Welcome. This is Wild and Free, a Battle Room podcast. <laughs> I am Allison, and I'm joined digitally, digitally, video, um, by right. my co-host, Jacob. Welcome, Jacob. Hey, Allison. How are you doing? I'm doing swell. How about you? It looks like you just got back from a run. Does, is that true? This is true. This is true. Excellent. Yeah. So I'm, I'm pumped, I'm excited to get going and talk with you about what you've been doing with your time and keeping your sanity during COVID-19. Right. I mean, as our listeners know, right now we're, we're, all, we're all talking about COVID-19. And I think, uh, you know, we have obviously taken this, this uh, social distancing, these social distancing measures very seriously. Um, and, and particularly you and I as having... Uh, older parents, and while they don't live with us, we're trying to model good behavior for them. Yes, for sure. For sure. <laughs> so, um, you know, as I know, we both don't spend this much time uh, in our respective homes. No. We are used to, like, running around the community, doing stuff, you know, being outside, not being at home. So um, I know for me, this has been, like, a, a absolutely massive challenge. The first like two weeks, I'm an introvert. The first two weeks was like fine. I only had like two existential crises. So, okay. What but after we? that, all bet all bets are off. Yeah. <laughs> after the first two weeks, it became a little bit more difficult. I'm I'm excited to talk to you about what we've been doing to take care of um, ourselves and keep ourselves entertained. But yeah, like I I I, I think it should be said because I see um, a lot of very positive posts out there, to, and we need to stay positive, right? And I see right. people are participating in workshops and they're taking all these classes and developing new skills and hobbies and that really has just not resonated with me so i just need no. us to acknowledge on air how fucking crazy and horrible this is and you know i feel bad obviously um there there are specific groups in the community that are being um uh, affected disproportionately like right. i'm in very privileged position. I'm working from home. Um, I have a very nice park that I can go to. I live with a chef, I think it's been right. said. So like <laughs> life is, you know, relatively okay. But um this is fucking awful. I feel bad for children. I feel for bad for kids going to school, um, oh, college yeah. graduations and everything. So it's awful and um but we have to stay strong and take it one day at a time. And so um I'm looking forward to hearing how you've kept yourself occupied yeah most hopefully, definitely well hopefully and, inspire our listeners and maybe um if you're doing something cool that doesn't involve a fucking workshop let me know right right exactly i mean and i think that i think that's an important point um you know i do think uh we don't give ourselves enough time to like a actually like and i and i i hesitate to use the word grieve but like this has been a grieving process for all of us because we went, I mean, you know, and here in, here in Las Vegas, like, we actually had, you know, some of the restrictions uh, quicker than other places. So, <laughs> like, I mean, we went from, like, full speed ahead at the beginning of March, like, planning out, you know, the next few months. And, like, it was going to be a busy, busy spring as always in Las Vegas. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden it was just, like, just stop, hit a wall. And, like, yeah. that's not normal. And I think that's, I, I agree. I've seen a lot of like people talking about, oh, it's a great time to like be creative and like spend time on your hobbies. Also, <laughs> it's a great time to understand just how fucking unreal this has been and mm -hmm. how this is not normal. And so like, it's hard to continue as being normal 
when this is not a normal situation. 100%. Also, like, despite the fact that I live in a house with a laundry machine, a washing machine, which mm -hmm. I didn't need to have in my um, previous apartment, I never have time to do my laundry. Like, I was going to see if we could actually do this and I could simultaneously load uh, fold stuff <laughs> because I haven't been able to get around to doing, like, basic shit. My day is flying by. Right. Like, I'm glad. I'm, I'm, I'm happy that, it, you know, I don't have 18 hours a day and I'm stuck on Twitter. I've actually right, right. been offline quite a lot. That's probably for the best because, as we know, Twitter is a cesspool and it's there's nothing good on it. There isn't, there isn't. So tell, me, tell me in your house, how, what have you been doing? So um, that's, a great, that's a great question. So as I mentioned, um, I normally don't spend a lot of time in my house. Uh, so I have, um, you know, done some things that are, that are uh, unusual for me. Um, but also, uh, you know, one of the, the I guess the goal when, when I learned that this was going to happen, I had one, just one goal. And that was to start going through my stuff because I have to move this summer. Not moving, you know, I have to, I, the place I'm living in was sold, so I have to find a new place to live. So I was like, I need to go through my stuff. So that was like my one, mm -hmm. if I start that process, I felt to myself that would probably be like the best possible thing I could do. And uh -huh. I have started that. So that's, so that's good. Um, good. But I would say too, um, so uh, as you know, I have had a list of things that I wanted to do to accomplish before my birthday, um, which is yep. next month. Um, and so one of the things was like to learn how to bake something really well. And mm -hmm. so I've been experimenting the last year with that. Um, but this, uh, during this time I have, uh, wanted to do something without a lot of ingredients, which was cook shortbread. And I oh, love shortbread. It's one of my favorite things in the world. And, um, I have cooked shortbread and it was not as difficult as I thought it was going to be. Um, and it turned out to be pretty delicious. Uh, how do you I, prefer it? So the shortbread that I made only had three ingredients, flour, sugar, and butter. Uh-huh. A lot of butter. Yeah. Like I an guess. insane amount of butter. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it was, it's good. It's good. I need to make it again. Um, and I also, I made some, I like making chili. And so it was great because this was the first time I ever made an entire crock pot of chili for myself that I was able oh. to actually eat the whole thing without freezing any of it. Because normally uh -huh. I'm like, you know, going out to eat or like, you know, uh, other things. And so this You're time I was like, yeah, hey. I was like, excellent. And and I didn't have all the ingredients, so I had to be a little creative. Uh, hmm. What'd you toss in there? Um, so I forgot to buy, like, I like to put in ground beef. I had no ground beef. And so I had some like um, spicy Italian sausages nice and so it was almost it, it wasn't a jambalaya but it was like it reminded me of a jambalaya just because there was sausage in it and and i like chili with beans and so mm. it was it was good um and it wasn't as spicy as as i normally like it because i also normally put uh, spicy green chili in my regular uh, chili and yeah. so and i put jalapenos i didn't i didn't have any of that so it was like a it was not as spicy as i normally go for but that was that's fine <laughs> Um, I don't know. Uh, you reminded me with the shortbread. Did you see an article I posted on Eater? They were reporting that in San Francisco, there's this group of people that are leaving uh, yeast starters mm. trees in like canisters. And there's like this oh, Google with a map and people are like, hey, you know, in such and such tree on 16th and Oki, you'll find my yeast starter kit. 
And I thought that was like a, you know, a very communal way to bake bread. And I understand like every single starter, you know, there's, they have flavor or whatnot. I don't know. I don't bake bread, but I I thought that was an interesting way to, you know, commune with other people and share stuff. Right. Yeah. And I know that that, this like starter culture is like a really, like the culture surrounding starters is like already a big deal. So like. Uh Yeah, I had heard about that once before. It's also like the same thing with the, and I'm, you know, uh, the, whatever it's called that you use to make um, kombucha, the same like, like the, the. Is that the SCOBY? SCOBY, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. And Uh that's also like a, like there's a whole like culture around like. Literal culture. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, That's a disgusting word. SCOBY? Yeah. Yeah. Let's not say it. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry to all of our friends who make kombucha. <laughs> Moist scoby. Because <laughs> oh, we do have friends with that that make make the kombucha, so we they apologize. Do, do. Yeah. I've never gotten into it, so it's it's a problem. I like it. I like it. Um, so yeah, so that's that's what I've been cooking and and making at home. Um, <laughs> what about you? What have you been What have you been eating? Because you are like the foodie extraordinaire of Las Vegas. Yeah. So, um, I mean, is this a time where I just go on and on about all the fantastic stuff they're making in this household? Right. Um, right before, so right when the self-quarantine went into place, uh, Steve, my roommate, um, co-owner of May Street, he had purchased 70 avocados for the food truck. And oh then God. suddenly we went into self-quarantine. So like the first week, like literally every single thing was some sort of iteration of avocados, either guacamole <laughs> on something, but avocados tossed into like so many things. We finally finished those, but um, it's been really cool because I've been learning a lot about um, my roommates are from Guatemala. I'm mm. from Mexico, but I'm Northern Mexico shares like no culinary roots with central or southern mexico so it's been really interesting to talk about like mayan cuisine and mesoamerican cuisine so i've been learning a lot about that um we had a barbecue the other day where he made pork belly and like this delicious chicken and (laughs) asparagus and so it's it's really great and he just like um they also don't eat leftovers oh okay they make but they make more like they make more than we we can eat so like all the leftovers are for me and so I'll just toss things like I'll take some sort of protein that he's made and some veggies and then I'll just toss them with like spinach or whatever. So honestly, like I've been eating pretty, pretty good, but, um, you know, I still need, I still need like chips and cookies and stuff. And so actually, um, I've been doing like this, not a challenge, but I've been documenting all the crap, all the junk food that I've been eating, um, junk food and sweets in Spanish, you call them chucherias. Mm-hmm. So if anybody wants to follow along on my Instagram, my handle is Al Yanez McKay. And I've been posting chuntas chucherias. And I'm rating all the snacks that I've been eating. And so, um, and like we've been talking a lot about like chips and can- Mexican candy in this household. Right. Um, Mexico, we, ha- we eat a lot of candy and a lot of chips. So it's been fun just um rating those um and just trying new things uh just getting fat <laughs> right i mean we it is there was the freshman 15 when you start college there's the covid 15 when you when we all get out of this we'll all be in prime shape 
Oh my God. Round is a shape. <laughs> exactly. No, and like our nails and our hair is a mess. Like right before we came on the air, I saw like this long, long hair on my sideburn. And I was like, are you becoming a man? <laughs> <laughs> I am very fortunate to have very like since I've been balding for a very long time, I just shave my head. So I am I am the exception because I also have been cutting my own hair for years. So lucky guy. Yeah, I see yeah. men men and women they're all struggling yeah it is i mean it is a struggle well we will make no political comments on those folks who are incapable of going four weeks without a haircut yeah or to the ones that need well no i you can you don't have to say anything if you don't i will like these people are Word. complaining that they can't get their nails done and i'm like have you ever met like look at my nails aren't these pretty i did this uh hello cuticle oil Right. Well, you are not funded by multi-billionaires to try to get the economy restarted. Now, Betsy DeVos so, is certainly not right. uh, mine. Right. No. No. We don't even we don't even get George Soros to pay us. Sadly. No. Sadly. No. We do this for free. <laughs> you know, I, I've been watching the Americans with my roommate. Um, it's about uh, KGB officers during oh, the Cold I've heard War. about that. Yeah. Really, really good. I'm rewatching it with her, but um, it's been interesting because like we're both history buffs. We're we like the Cold War. Mm -hmm. We're kind of lefties, and um, and well, there's the theme around the Russians and everything, and um, but I we're, we're talking because like they're always trying to infiltrate like defense contractors and radio stations. Like no, but everybody's always getting into trouble either with the FBI or with the KGB and they end up being murdered. And so right. I, like after I was like, are you and I at risk of ever being murdered? And she's like, on the list of like professionals um, that could possibly right. be murdered by like counterintelligence, uh, nonprofit professionals, uh, I don't think it, we're, we're, we're ever gonna be targets. Let's, let's hope not, especially nonprofit professionals in Las Vegas. If you were like working for like a big NGO in DC, maybe. Yeah. Yes, this is true. This but is true. but probably not. Las Vegas has got to be a little bit down the line for. I hope so. For spies. So yeah. let's talk about TV since yeah. uh, when we're inside. Like mm -hmm. I think it's it's pretty common that a lot of people that are able to have been watching uh, lots of TV. Mm -hmm. So so other than the Americans, what have you been been watching or rewatching? Oh. Gosh, I just got into that. Actually, the first couple of weeks, I had been struggling to watch an entire episode um, of TV. Mm. It was like really hard. What I have found, I have been scheduling like um, WhatsApp calls with people, and mm. then we'll like we'll decide on a movie um, later today. I'm gonna watch The Birdcage with a couple of my friends, oh, and fun. what we'll do is um, we put on the the movie on our computer or our TV or whatever, and then like we prop up our cell phones so that we can see each other on the screen. But oh, then nice. you have to mute it because you would hear the echo go through. So then, but so we're looking at each other, and like one person's in her bed, and you see her ratty old pajamas. That's me, and then um, but with it's muted, but we're chatting. And so we'll be like, oh my God, Javier Bardem looks so hot. And so that's been fun. Um, I want to I wanna get into Unorthodox and Mrs. America. Mm -hmm. um, those are like on my must watch, but I, I, I actually haven't been watching too much TV other than The Americans, which is fabulous. The clothes, storyline, the soundtrack is fabulous. If, no, if, you, if you haven't seen it, you should check it out. 
I have it. It's it's. I mean, it's definitely one of those shows that I've wanted to watch. Um, I like some of the history ones. I need to finish. Uh, I haven't watched any of it during this time, but um, I know the last season of Man in the High Castle came out, and I haven't started it yet. I've watched the whole the whole series, um, but the last season is on, and I, I want to watch that, which is alternative history, but it's still semi historical, yeah. a little sci fi. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's the one show that um, I haven't I haven't like dived into yet for their their last season yeah um but you, is, have, you have exciting to tell me don't you i i do uh two days ago i finished breaking bad for the first time so for our listeners um it i was i'm a late i'm a late adopter to breaking bad um it was on my list of things to do before my birthday i started it probably like i think it was in october is that when i started watching yeah, it okay mm-hmm. yeah it was like six months ago um and it took me a really long time. The first season uh, took me a very long time to get through. And Ooh. then the last, like, obviously, like, the last, like, three seasons went much quicker because um, uh, halfway through the, the the third season, I this is when the shutdown started. So. Well, and, and okay, context, too, on my yeah. end. I am a big, big fan. I just watched it Huge. for the third time. Right. Huge fan. Huge fan. I just watched it for the third time. I listen to the Breaking Bad podcast. I'm a big, big fan of Better Call Saul and El Camino, and I want to continue living in that universe. Um, right. So I'm very excited to hear uh, what you had to say because you were not on board with it at the beginning. No, and also, so our listeners know too, our creative director, B, is also a massive Breaking Bad fan. So, um, <laughs> and so so it was as i as i as i have communicated uh to others um it is a very solid show i think objectively it's it's probably one of the best written shows um ever that i've ever watched um it is not one of my top shows just because it was it was too real and gritty and i i don't mind violence in television shows or movies at all i have no problem with that i don't like the um i don't like real world violence a lot uh, yeah. and so I think that's where I struggled. And, um, and of course, you know, for those of you that I'm not going to give anyway, any spoilers, but like, as you could probably assume, if you haven't watched it, there's a, there's a, a vacuum of morals. There's no morals in the show. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you know, most shows there's at least someone or, or there's a underlying moral, um, and in Breaking Bad, it, that doesn't exist. And so, um, that was a really hard thing for me to kind of like come to terms with. And so I didn't really, I had characters. I didn't have really a favorite character. I had, yeah, I, I cycled through characters that I hated more than others. So, uh-huh. it was, so it was like, I cycled through. So it'd be like, oh, uh, this character right now is the one I hate the most. And then like a few <laughs> episodes later, it'd be like, no, this character is the one that I hate the most. And then I'd be like, oh, no, no this character is the one that I hate the most. So, yeah. Yeah. No, I, 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 and I am planning on watching Camino. Um, I think B and I are going to yeah. do the like movie night, like distance movie night and watch Camino. Well, I want to um, do that. Okay. I want to do it. Yeah. I don't think, yeah. she, I don't know if she's watched it. So, um, cause I think, Oh, she, I think she was waiting for you. Yeah. I think she was waiting for me to finish. So, um, so we'll watch that. And then, I mean, I probably will start Better Call Saul at some sometime, but I think now that I'm done, I have so many other TV yeah. shows that I need to like. I mean, don't get me wrong. I haven't just been watching Breaking Bad, but 
I have other TV shows that I need to like yeah. get back into, like Man in the High Castle. Yeah. Right, right, right. Well, I think I think you'll enjoy Better Call Saul. Um, I go back and forth between like which one is my favorite. I think they're they are literally two different programs, despite um Vince right. Gilligan main. It's the same writing staff, um, but they're just so they're like better call Saul is much more comedic and like the per the performances to me are just much more nuanced you know about right. Odin there's just so it's much more subtle Walter White is just like ah, you he's know? very but, intense uh, Walter's very intense it's super intense but you know what um this third time around that I watched it there was a scene in the first episode where um Walter it was his day and he's sitting out by the pool and he's contemplating his miserable life and that's just you know I think just that episode just really you know from the beginning they were setting him up to fail and it was you mm. know just the slow degradation of this man but um for me one of my top lines ever is from that show um in the Felina episode I think it was I don't know if it was Felina or the second to last where he's like I did it for me I liked it I was good at it and I was really I was alive like that for me was just like yeah sometimes that's why people do things they just fucking feel good and they want to feel you know productive and it, they right. feel good at excelling at something even if it is something horrible right yeah yeah most definitely <laughs> um i will say i did watch uh two other television shows um that i think are one of them i don't know if it's a limited series or if it's going to be have more than one season but the but the <laughs> other one was a limited series so um i watched the tv show devs which is uh on fx and hulu and it's uh from alex garland who also who did ex machina who directed 28 days later um uh so uh so excellent tv show nick offerman's in it it's oh. a very non nick offerman nick offerman okay. Uh -huh. um he plays a tech whiz like a ceo of a tech company um i i will say nothing else about the show other than if you like other work that alex garland has done if you like ex machina like you should very much like devs um and and it's all out of alex garland's mind i i from what i understand like this is his creation um, the score is absolutely beautiful i i would say there's probably only one or two television shows that i think do as good of a job with the score and the music in the show uh -huh. and it's a complete show so like you get it's eight i think it's eight episodes maybe 10 episodes but the whole it's from start to finish it's a story so there's no waiting around there's no like you don't have to you know we're mess around with like waiting for the next season so uh, uh -huh. and it's it's finished so it's but it was excellent uh excellent don't show. have time to mess around no i mean there's so many times you don't get a good ending in shows. Yeah. So, um, and then the other one uh, from Amazon, which is uh, Tales from the Loop, which is based upon a Swedish artist's work. Oh, uh-huh. Um, and, and I thought that was one of the most beautiful shows I've ever watched. Like, uh, huh. it's just absolutely gorgeous. And, of course, these both of these shows have, like, the sci-fi a little bit. It's, like, sci-fi light. Um, in Tales from the Loop, it's, like, a part of the show, but it's not, it, it's not jarring. Um and it's purposefully not jarring. So it's 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 just like a, I don't know, it's more charming than it is anything else, the sci-fi aspect. But again, mm -hmm. they use music really, really well in Tales from the Loop. Um, and uh, uh, excellent, excellent cast um, that's in it. Uh, Jonathan Price is in it. 
Um, uh and then, uh, you'd recognize, you'd recognize some of the other, the other folks that are in it. Um, I saw the trailer. It looks very pretty. It is. It's yeah. It's aesthetically, it's, it's very, very pretty. Uh, so yeah, so that, those were, those are the two complete shows that I watched. And then one of my favorite shows of all time ended, um, during the shutdown, which is the magicians on sci-fi. Um, oh, did it, and that, it, it did it was a it was a it was a good ending it was uh, unfortunate that it's over but um but i'm glad that they they got to because so many shows don't get to end the way they want to oh yeah and so sure. this the show the show got to end the way that it wanted to or at least it it felt that way at the end so oh, cool. yeah were you, were you a fan of parks and rec yes i'm very excited for this yes this parks and rec we- thing yeah, the, uh, so what is it going to be exactly? We don't really know, do we? I think it's just like a 30-minute, like, one-off in-character special. I'm assuming okay. it has to do with what's going on. Yeah. Like, it's got to be, like, Pawnee dealing with, like, <gasps> COVID-19. That's, that's or, you know, because obviously there's been, it's been many years since the show ended, so we don't necessarily know where the characters are. But I'm like, very excited. I just very can't excited. wait to see how how Ron Swanson is is probably advocating for the opening of the government. He one hundred percent, and he'd be fighting with Leslie. Leslie'd be like, "No, right? Don't open up." Um, <laughs> yeah, that's now, that's the TV we need right now. Is, is Parks and Rec? Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It'll be fine. Well, um. After our episode with Joe, honestly, like I've tried to stay offline as much as possible. <laughs> so I've, um, I've actually like, I'm not reading any books per se, but mm. I actually, I have um, tried to like buy physical magazines. Oh, interesting. Um, like, yeah, I think it's just easier to really sit down and concentrate. I'm hoping holding up L. Right. Um, <laughs> I also bought. I this- could have said it was anything else. I could have been like, oh, interesting. Good housekeeping. Yeah, that's a it's an interesting choice for you, Allison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> um, Haley Bieber on the cover, but whatever. Um, and then I bought this like Art Deco fashions coloring book. Oh. Um, which has been like, um, because I, I I like drawing like I like coloring mandalas and stuff like that. Okay. So like, I'm doing a good job. Look at how pretty. Yeah, those are great. Yes, and then like the third thing is um, the Discovery Children's Museum has been for the last month they've been putting out all kinds of uh programming and activities for kids and families at home mm-hmm. uh, to keep themselves entertained and educated at the same time and on their instagram i believe it's only on their instagram they have this story time with uh series where people are sending in um submissions and they're reading children's books right and i initially wanted to i uh, so I'm, I'm doing i'm gonna read in spanish because they're trying to put out stuff in other languages besides English. And originally I had planned, I was looking for a book that had to do with steam content. Oh, okay. Um, but it was kind of hard to find. And then I came across Goodnight Moon in Spanish and we were talking off air. My mom used to, my mommy used mm-hmm. to read it to me. So I'm like really looking forward to share this um, with our community's kids in their language. So stay tuned. Uh, we'll post a link so that people can check me, check mm-hmm. it out. <laughs> not, not check me out. Check check it out for reading. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's excellent. That's going to be exciting. I'm yeah. I'm I'm so excited that that there have been many museums, not just locally, but like nationally and internationally, who've been really doing some great things to engage people. 
Um, yeah. Whether it's virtual tours to like, yeah, that programming. I know like the Natural History Museum here has had some interesting like programming as well. Um, so yeah, that's, it's super cool. It's super cool to see. Uh, I think we, as we talked about in the episode with Joe, I think that um, we're going to see some cool innovations that come out of this time um, uh -huh. because like museums or cultural institutions have been literally forced to adapt. Yeah. Um, and while that's not the best way to do things sometimes, at least maybe we'll see some really cool stuff come out of that, um, particularly with cultural institutions, making them more accessible cultural parks and rec all those type of places right, right? Can probably bring in new new audiences have you seen unlv libraries the mandy the skeleton yes. that is so funny i do hope they get national coverage so mandy i think is, they have gotten some national coverage but go ahead and explain it i want to say i saw somebody that doesn't live here post about it that oh, i know okay. i'm, I'm yeah. really happy to hear that i mean i think what it is is mandy is the skeleton from like what who's what departments these skeletons jacob uh, osteopathic medicine i don't know <laughs> it's this skeleton that's found throughout the campus and um well there's nobody on campus right now at mm -hmm. unlv so like mandy is hanging out at all the libraries um <laughs> is is it he or she it that is a is, skeleton I, 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 I think yeah. it's a and he's like standing outside they place him like outside of the coffee shop where he's right. looking long at the coffee and then there's another section where he's like looking at um you know out into the horizon there's one where he's sitting on top of a, a copy machine x uh xeroxing his butt anyway he's right. been very funny very entertaining i like the one where he's looking longingly into the coffee shop just because that's that that i feel that here <laughs> because i i drink so much coffee i know i know um so so to all our cultural institutions for putting out interesting content heck yeah so I've been reading a lot. Um, so uh, and and I've done a combination of physical books as well as ebooks as well as audiobooks. So um, so I've done so I've done a few I've done a few of those. I would say so um, my two favorite books that I've read though during this the, the shutdown time. So just in the last you know four or five weeks, um, first one was. The audiobook of Kitchen Confidential by Anthony Bourdain, mm -hmm. which was just spectacular. Um, and I would encourage everyone, if you like reading or you like Anthony Bourdain, to do the audiobook of it because he reads it. Yeah. So uh -huh. it's basically just like story time with Anthony Bourdain. Um, and, uh, you know, he's a voice that <laughs> I definitely <laughs> miss. Yeah, 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 he's got a great voice, but it's he's just a person that, that I really miss. Um, yeah. And I think he would have had some really interesting things to say about this time um, just because of how, you know, how much he has he had traveled the world and the different experiences he had. And, you know, as as he had lots of mental health uh, issues as, you know, experiences as well. And so he'd have some interesting things to say, I think, if he were still with us. Mm -hmm. um, the other one that are that was really excellent um, is uh, was a. It, I did it on ebook, but it's and both of these are available through the Clark County Library. Just so people know, you can access them with the Libby app. Um, the uh, the book is called This Brilliant Darkness by Jeff Charlotte, and uh, he's a journalist um, most famously known for the book uh, his books on the family and the Netflix miniseries on the family, which is the kind of secretive 
uh, religious fundamental organization that has a lot to do with politics um, in the uh -huh. United States, and they do stuff in the world as well. This book has uh -huh. nothing to do with this. Mm -hmm. um, so this book is, and he's also, I think he's a professor at Dartmouth. I think that's where he's a professor. Um, mm -hmm. So this book is kind of like, uh, it's in the book, he takes pictures of people, um, particularly it's they're, they're all over the world but a lot of them are in kind of the new england area um and they're you know stories about people a lot of it has to do with drug addiction um, but it's not exclusive to drug addiction so it's a kind of like photos and stories about people um and i think charlotte does if you follow him on instagram um he does a really good job of this so it's kind of like a humans of new york-esque type of thing <laughs> That's what it like. but it's but it's a little bit more um gritty uh it's it's just a little bit you know he he kind of like digs a little for some of the uh, i don't know the 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 rougher the rougher edges um is is the way that i would like to explain it um he posts on on his instagram um he occasionally posts stories like this he also encourages his students he has a project um with his students at dartmouth um to have them kind of do this similar type of project mm -hmm. um and so and a lot of it he ties a lot of it back to his relationship with his father as well which i think is really interesting so there's an autobiographical piece to the the, the book um, it's not a super long read, but it's definitely, it was very impactful. Um, it was one of the first books that I actually finished during, during the shutdown. I had already had it on hold uh, from the library. Um, it and sounds so, heavy though, for these times. It has it. It is. Uh-huh. And it's, what in, it's what heavy, but it also shows the, the beauty of the human experience. Because mm -hmm. it's not, not everything is like sad, but it does, but it is definitely, a, it's a really, an amazing book about the human experience mm -hmm. every yeah. facet of our life yeah yeah and you know and, and every fat like lives aren't always necessarily easy mm -hmm. um so yeah so those are the those are my two favorites uh, right now i'm working my way through the uh giver quartet so it's the young adult books the giver was the the most popular it was newberry award winning um, by lois lowry um so there's actually four books that take place in that universe mm -hmm. so i am about halfway th through the third book um, I read The Giver a couple years ago, and now I'm getting into the other ones. Mm -hmm. So kind of dystopian, but it's young adult, so it's not as heavy as, as other books could be. Yeah, I feel like I read I read The Giver sometime, uh, in college, yeah. maybe. Yeah, a lot of people read it in high school and college. Um, for me, it came out too late for me to read it in high school. Mm -hmm. um but for people that are you know because i'm almost 40 so for people even a little bit younger it was a very popular like middle school high school book mm -hmm. um yeah and you may have read it in college too i think it came out in the mid 90s is when uh -huh. the book came out so yeah and i actually oh. thought the movie was actually a pretty good uh representation of the book but that's, hmm. all right um, yeah yeah. So our listeners have several options to check that out. Yeah, but I mean, I have been telling everybody about Libby, the Libby app through the <laughs> library because we have so many great resources on there. Because you can check out magazines too, if you, if, <laughs> yeah. you know. Um, and uh, and what people also were like, oh, I don't have a library card. I just told a coworker of mine who recently moved here, and I was like, oh, you can sign up for a library card online now. You don't even. It's you're golden. Access the Libby app. It's got everything you want. Is that during COVID that they made it more accessible? Yeah. Or, uh -huh. yeah, like you can sign up online during COVID. Yeah. It may have been an option before, but I never saw it advertised until until uh -huh. COVID. Well, that's useful. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. 
So what else have you been doing to occupy your time? You know, um, I have, I, this last week I just started a friend of mine, Adriana Chavez has a Latinx theater project called El Ojo de Agua, mm -hmm. um, where she wants to, um, produce plays written by Latinx people in the oh, community cool. and, you know, obviously feature a Latinx cast. She did a, um, a reading a couple months ago. I actually do not even remember when it was, um, this play called Ghosts at Lote Bravo at the West Las Vegas Library. That was her first in real life. It was produced by Public Fit. Oh, cool. um, first real live, um, performance under like, with in collaboration with that with that theater company so she's been doing these zoom meetings and we've been doing online readings of plays and actually last week we we read our friend dulce valencia um mm -hmm. has been written she re wrote an anthology actually she has a couple of plays i hope she'll she won't mind me saying um soon they will be performed on broadway and so it was really cool to um to participate it was especially you know lovely because dulce was present it was the first time that she got to see her words um be read out loud and um so it was just really it, it was nice and I, I got to see some of the people that i've acted with in the past oh, cool. and um yeah it was an interesting experience so actually um you one of your books kind of reminded me that next week the one of the plays has to do with like drug addiction it's on the east coast something in philly oh interesting the of the play but um yeah it's been great to commune with um local artists because um yeah you we do have to vent and let off um some of this creative steam i think so that's been fun for me oh, that's awesome yeah. yeah, I've been my other big outlet has been music during this time, which is normally a thing that I'm really into anyway. Um, but uh, with the lack of live music uh, going to shows, which is a big hobby of mine, um, it's like theater is for you. It's been um, a challenge. Uh, so fortunately, there's been a lot of uh, bands um, and artists who are doing living room shows from their own home. Um, you know, there's a lot I, there was I know on TV, there was like a big benefit that featured a lot of people. Those are not really a lot of the bands that I listen to, um, uh -huh. but, but I've been really excited for, for some of, you know, the, the other bands that just are engaging with their audiences in a different way. And of course, I mean, like we were getting ready to hit festival season. A lot of bands had been releasing records. Um, yeah. So for me, um, uh, I'll mention a couple of my favorites uh, that I've experienced. Um, a, a couple things too. Uh, one of the things that I've been personally doing is I've been listening to an album every day and I post about it on Instagram. So um, so I have, you know, just my album of the day. And, and it's something that I've been doing for myself. And I share it because maybe somebody's interested in it. But um, These but are new uh, albums every day that you're listening to? Uh, not necessarily. I mean, I'm listening to an album. Uh, they're, some of them are older. Some of them are newer. Some of them I've never listened to before. Some of them I, I know really well. Um, so it's just, you know, just trying to, like, have that as a as a part of my day um where i'm listening uh -huh. to some music uh from from start to finish um every day can i so, ask and can i ask sure. you regarding your musicians how has it been like i mean obviously they're taping from their house right or, yeah. their garage or whatever how has it been to um you know get a glimpse of their private lives i think it's f for musicians that i really love it's been really great um, so B and I have talked about it as that, uh, it's so funny cause a lot of the musicians that we, we both share in common, 
it's like they're middle-class musicians so a lot of them live like middle-class lives uh-huh. you know i mean you know they're they're musicians who tour the world but like a lot of them do, you know a lot of touring musicians don't make a lot of money like mm-hmm. even if they do have records and stuff like that i mean they may only be which i mean they still it's a lot more money than a lot of other people but you know if they're only bringing in you know a hundred thousand dollars a year that's still that's middle class you know yeah. Um, and so seeing some of the homes that they live in, like, it's not like the, you know, backlash that like Ellen has gotten or like John Legend uh, and Chrissy Teigen, yeah. like, like they're living in houses that are like totally regular homes, uh-huh. you know? Yeah. Uh, and so one of my favorites has been Group Love. Uh, they're one of my favorite bands. They just put out a new record uh, called Healer, which is great. Um, and they've been doing three times weekly shows from their home. Wow, that's a lot. That's a lot. And it's on Instagram Live, and then they interact with the fans. Oh, and so, cool. like, they'll bring on fans onto the show, like, through uh-huh. Instagram. Um, B was actually on one, which was hilarious. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw you yeah. Um, and so, you know, and they've had, they did a show where it's, they brought their friends who are musicians and, like, had them on. And they, you can do this all virtually. So it's, you know, um, Instagram uh-huh. is great that way. Um, uh-huh. And then just this last Friday, they had um, fans perform original music. So they have their fans perform original music. Oh, Next Friday that. is going to be their fans performing group love songs. Uh-huh. So. Oh, that's very cool. Yeah, it's been, like, they've, they're have they by far the best. And they've also been really upfront about the struggle that they've had doing this. Because they, they would be on tour right now. Um, and so it's not just a financial struggle. Because touring is where bands make a lot of their money. Merchandise sales, that sort of thing. Because record sales don't really make bands yeah. a lot of money. It's the merchandise and the ticket sales. Mm-hmm. And so, um, but they've also, you know, they've they've struggled with their mental health during this time. And so they've been really, really upfront with that. Um, one of my other favorite bands, The Head and Heart, has done a lot of uh, live performances too. And the band members live all over. So group love, three of the band members live together. There's a husband and wife and then okay, so I, I one other member. Um, live together or they were together during this so um, and then two other members live elsewhere one in LA what they all live three of them live in LA four of them live in LA one lives in Atlanta so it sounds like they put a lot of thought into um, these performances and tried to make sure that they're very dynamic and involve the public and oh yeah uh, make sure that they're putting out stuff that's actually entertainment, not just for content's sake, right? Right. Yeah, and that's I think been a big thing is there. There's some artists that are that are just putting out things for content's sake, and that's, you know, I think that's that's fine for them. Um, but I think you know, Group Love has really used it as a way to engage their fans and and make a very passionate fan base even more passionate. Yeah. For um, sure. And the other, the other, there's three other bands that are three other artists that I've noticed have done similar things. The Head and Heart, which is another one of my favorite bands, um, and they have members all over, and they've been engaged. The, the members of the band have all been doing different things. Whether it's a, you know, the drummer had like a, has been doing like these Q and As about like how to become a better drummer. Um, oh, you know, so it's it's that, and then the three singers have done. You know, two of them are married, so they've done, you know, shows at at you know in their living rooms. Um, Penny and Sparrow is another band that I really like and they've been doing they've been doing some really interesting stuff Uh Um, so uh, the singer has done some like late night readings of horror stories so that's not singing at all like Uh they've been they do like uh, 
quizzes, um, you know, and again, and these are bands that are, you know, they're, they're not huge, but they're, they're definitely doing some, some fun stuff. And then um, you'll appreciate this one. Uh, the artist, Andrew McMahon, who's in a couple different bands, Andrew McMahon in the Wilderness, Something Corporate, Jack's Mannequin. He's been doing, uh, he does, he does, he makes a cocktail and then he plays some songs. So he shows you how to make the cocktail and then he plays some songs. Oh, cool. What have you so, learned to make? Uh, I'll be honest, I don't pay as much attention to the cocktails as I do the songs. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Fair, fair, fair. Um, but it's been cool to watch. It's been cool to see the bands interact with their fans on, on different ways. And, um, you know, there's a lot. There's I could, I mean, I spend a lot of time uh, watching and listening to the live performances or the re recordings of the live performances of so many bands, um, uh -huh. which has been, which has been cool. Um, yeah, that sounds fun. Yeah, yeah. My Instagram is pretty much that's that's one of the only things that's on there right now. It's just like stuff about music. So mm -hmm. yeah, got to do what you got to do. Yeah. So let's bring it back local, Allison. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Um, local. Well, as you mentioned, I just got back from <laughs> running. Um, like honestly, like that has been all joking aside that's actually been the only thing that's really maintained my my I, I didn't say what's maintaining my mental health I right. thought <laughs> running getting out and uh running both going to a park going to a local park and just breathing in the fresh air being surrounded by grass I've been going to Craig Ranch such a great park I am absolutely in love with it if I could marry a park I think that would be it and um, and I, I, I'm going running. I go really early in the morning. I um, I'm training in theory for the New York Marathon. I want to be able to complete a half marathon this year, and hopefully by next year I'll be ready to go um, to to run it. But Heck honestly, yeah. like that's like the days that I don't go for X or Y reason. Like I just get like super antsy. Like if I didn't have that park close by, I honestly would just go. Carolyn batshit crazy Goodman on you. So, um, so I'm, I'm really grateful um, to the people that are maintaining the park. And, you know, I are, I have my friends that run, you know, I've met a couple people and we say hello and, you know, people have their masks on and it's just really been a, a godsend and also a way for me to keep on eating all the crappy food that I'm eating at home and, you know, not gain the 15 Corona right. 15. So that's been exciting for me. Have you been going to any local parks? I have. Um, so I, there's two that are fairly close to me. Um, uh, Spring Valley Community Park, which is probably my favorite of the ones close to me. Um, and I go I go to that one a few times a week. Uh, I really enjoy it. Um, definitely have seen some of the same people for sure. Yeah. Um, and it's uh, it's 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 got a mix of like you know very green grass, green trees, but then also some deserty landscape as well, which is nice. And then mm -hmm. Frias Park as well, which is uh, which oh, is also in Spring God. Valley, and that one's really good for like walking or running because it's almost like a track because it's yeah. in a retention basin. So like it's mm -hmm. just it's a big square, which is nice. Um, and there's lots of stairs there too, so it's a good way to get like up and down some stairs. Right, because it's like down, right, in yeah. the ground. So it's actually like a little, it's a few degrees cooler, I've always found it, right? Yeah, and most definitely, particularly as it's getting warmer, yeah. Yes, yes yeah. yeah. Yeah, those are those are my two. I've, I've visited a couple other parks. I don't like going too far away from home to go <laughs> visit parks just because, um, you know, it's not something that I want to necessarily do, but I still need that outdoor time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Have yeah. you been... Um, 
have you been buying food from local restaurants? I have, um, you know, not as much as I normally would do, but I also want to make sure I support uh, local restaurants because they're really important to our community. Um, mm -hmm. So some of the ones that I've hit up, uh, one was to get you and I were there at the same time, but we we did not we did not yep. physically interact with each other. We said hi through our car windows, which was Meraki. Threw Greek. microphones at each other through the yeah. rolled windows. So Meraki, mm -hmm. which is uh, a shared favorite of ours, uh, Greek food, oh so Delicious good. Delicious Greek food. I mean, I'm still full from eating there when we got that food. Like, I'm still full from that. Wow, that was a month ago. So yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. a lot. <laughs> I mean, I wish it doesn't look it, for sure. Um, uh, another one that I've, I've hit up a couple times uh, is is one of my um, uh, favorite Mexican restaurants, which is Frijol Lazy Frescas. Mm -hmm. And so I've been there a few times um, just because it's, it's, it's good and it's easy. And the staff there, they're definitely some of the friendliest staff. Um, uh -huh. that I've ever experienced at any local restaurant. Um, and I, so I really, really appreciate the the team there. That's nice that you say that. Cause um, I noticed act, um, restaurants where they used to be rude pre COVID-19 during COVID-19, they still are rude. Right. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna name them. Um, we've talked off yes. like, it's not the shit on local businesses podcast, but um Right. You know, maybe do consider that we're all going through hell and like try to smile, whatever. Right. And I mean, you know, we, we are supporting local businesses because we want them to stay around, um, you know, and that's 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 a big deal. Um, the other the other two that I'll mention and then we have one special one that we'll mention that's not necessarily a restaurant that we're, we've we are always been big fans of. But um, so there's a pizza place near me that I've gotten a couple times Bambini's Pizza which mm -hmm. I would have never gone there because I have my own, I have my regular favorite pizza places mm -hmm. that are not that one, but I've really enjoyed my pizza there. Like it's been very, very good. Um, and it's very comforting <laughs> in a time where you, sometimes we need just good comfort food, like sure. their yeah. pizza and their wings are like fantastic. Uh -huh. Um, and then, uh, the other one I tried, I've tried one other new restaurant to me, new to me, uh -huh. a place called sinful subs. And it is in the Southwest, uh, right. quite possibly the nicest person I've ever interacted with at it for a takeout order ever. What? I need Subs. to go there. He was the kindest, most gentle person. I do not know if he was the owner. I'm assuming he probably oh, was, or he was probably the manager or the owner. Um, uh -huh. I'm just assuming just because he was like, there were two people that were working. So, um, most kind gentle generous person and oh. i love i mean i got a grilled cheese again comfort food i got grilled cheese sandwich like a really fat kid grilled cheese sandwich fries and um uh tomato soup and it was like heaven, uh, heaven. and the, ex the experience made it even better so yeah yeah especially again during these times any um nice social interaction that you can have with humans is welcome right yeah yeah, I um I, I I haven't eaten out too much. I ordered from Boyo Inca the other day. Uh, over here, because I'm I'm new to the North Las Vegas area, so I don't, right. I don't know where to go. Um, they've the the my roommates have gotten pizza and wings from a, a couple of places. I'm trying to think. I think that's it. I do wanna um order 
Oh, I, 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 um, we bought cupcakes from Blue Moon Bakery that's, for Ashley's birthday. That, oh, did I jump ahead to your? That's thing? fine though. But uh, so I actually placed a custom order with her. I think she takes. I, I hope I'm not sending her extra work than um, the workload that she already has. But I was in the mood for a key lime pie, mm. and Cheyenne, the pastry chef and owner of Blue Moon is a very talented pastry chef and so i was like can you make me a key lime pie so she's right now looking for the lime juice um so i'm looking forward to ordering that and also sweets raku mm. they are selling tarts and different types of cakes and macarons so i'm looking i, I want to place an order with them it's just uh, been hard but um yeah, yeah. but those are a couple of things so yeah we ordered those cupcakes yeah ordered, let us we ordered some for our friend ashley's birthday Right, and I think we posted them on Instagram, so you should be able to see the amazingness that uh, Cheyenne at Blue Moon did, like, spectacular. Yeah. What were the flavors? So, um, we had strawberry, mm -hmm. chocolate chip cookie, pistachio, Oh, nice. and I think the other one was chocolate. I'll be curious, I'll ask how the pistachio was. Yeah. It's an cupcake flavor. It is an interesting one, and you know... Um, I, I just, I, I, I'll, we can ask Ashley, but knowing that Ashley likes different flavors, I figured that that one would probably actually go over pretty well. Yeah. Um, uh, and I know, uh, I talked to, uh, to Natalie and Natalie said the ones she had were amazing. So, oh, cool. and yeah. these are, we said that they're vegan. Yes. They're, they're vegan. So plant completely plant-based. Um, yeah. And they looked, I mean, just absolutely, I had them overnight and how I did not eat one was amazing. And, uh, so Blue Moon's chocolate chip, salted chocolate chip cookies are my favorite chocolate chip cookies. Like, mm -hmm. like, period. My favorite chocolate chip cookies, period. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Did you know, I don't know if the these chocolate ones or if this is like a limited edition, but she uses avocado as frosting sometimes. Oh, I mean, that wouldn't, that wouldn't surprise me. Um, but, I mean, because the frosting looked amazing, too, on, on those. But, yeah. Uh -huh. So good, I, I, so good. We're just very happy that that she's back in Las Vegas too, because she was gone yeah. for a, a short period of time. So we need we need deliciousness. <sighs> yeah. So, so are these? Those are your restaurants then. Those are those are my restaurants. Yeah. Can I ask what what are what restaurant or bar and or bar are you looking forward to visiting once the restrictions are lifted? Because this is an important. Yeah. I guess we should talk about that, right? Um, right. Our, well, not our mayor, because we live in right. Clark County. You're in North Las Vegas. I'm in Clark County. Yeah. That woman, Carol, Carolyn Goodman, does not represent the interests of anybody in Clark County no. or in other Nevada. I, no. She's representing herself, literally. Right. Um, so all joking aside, like I do see people that are going out without masks or right. are not respecting the social distancing. Um, this is no fucking joke, people. No, this it's is, not a joke. Um, we have only to look at other countries that have been going through the pandemic for much longer than we have. Or, or look at countries where it was... Um, uh, we had the uh, same, this, the cases were reported at the same time. Look at South Korea or other right. countries and look at how they're dealing with it. And really it's by practicing, by, by uh, staying inside. Right. 
So I don't know what your thoughts are, but I think it's insane. Uh, I, I'm not talking about, I don't know when we're going to be able to go out safely. I, I foresee until the end of the year, if we do have small gatherings, we're going to be using masks and yeah, it's going to be dangerous until there's a vaccine, truth be told. Right. No, I, I completely agree. Um, I, I think it's, it's, you know, and, and while I try to stay positive, um, I also want to make sure that I read really what's going on. Um, so Jeff Charlotte, who I mentioned earlier, so his Instagram right now and his Twitter, he's sharing yeah. stories of people who died of COVID because he wants, he wants people to realize like this shit is real. And I think the thing that's that's important, too, is that there are people our age and younger dying. And yeah. so, oh, yeah. you know, and they're dying of like heart attacks because because the, because COVID so, you know, it, it so messes up your system that people that are our age bracket, you know, 30s to 40s are not dying of pneumonia like a lot of people or stuff in their lungs. They're dying of heart attacks mm -hmm. like that's frightening. Um yeah. You and know. I mean, I think we just don't know enough about it, right? I no. mean, we, we, we every day we're they're coming out with new information, realizing that if you were, um, you had it at one point, you can get it again. There was a five-year-old right. little girl in Michigan, um, who died. Her parents were first responders, so um, just stop being fucking reckless. Yeah, seriously. yeah. And really, I mean, you know, I think that we we're gonna have we're definitely gonna have to be careful. Um, when things open back up because we know they're going to, we know you and I are, are smart. We know they're going to open up before they should. Mm -hmm. Like things are going to open up before they should. We don't have testing. Um, testing would be, that's what South Korea did. South Korea and uh, Vietnam also, they test literally everybody. Mm -hmm. We don't have enough test kits. Our president has, has just a complete lack of leadership on this, on trying to get test kits out to, to people. Um, and so really the only, the only way to continue to stay healthy is to only go out when you need to and wear a mask. Yeah. Like, like that's it. And, and don't, don't, you know, continue social distancing. And I think that's the way that it's going to be for a while. Um, wear a mask. I know I yeah. bought a couple, I bought a package of masks from, um, Crooked Media and all I did too. Oh, did you? Yay! Yeah. They say vote and something else. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll do a Zoom call and we'll do a little photo shoot. Right. Um, all proceeds, I believe, benefit uh, COVID-19 relief efforts yes. throughout the country. Yeah. So that's good. Um, yeah. yeah. And I've been trying to find, um, uh, I'll, I'll post it on social media. There are some local places that are making masks and local people that are making masks. So um, I've been just trying to find that just to support people here, too. For sure, um, for sure. Yeah. I, I bought some made by these artisans in San Francisco, but mine looks like a thong from a Chippendales dancer. And that makes me feel really happy, to be honest. It's very Vegasy. It is. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, and also, uh, you know, we still have it up on our social media, um, but please feel free to share other stuff with us. We, we are still doing a fundraiser for leaders in training for their COVID-19 fund. Um, mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, feel free to to check that out on our social media. Um, if there's other places, I know both Alice and I have been donating and, and, you know, trying to help out other places as well, both local and, and not. Um, and, uh, I know I also did a workshop for leaders in training. So I did, I, I recorded one for them, a distance one that was, so I was productive. <laughs> uh -huh. 
Yeah. Good for you. Good for you. Yeah. Too. Yeah. It's good to stay productive in, during the times. As much as we can. Yeah. So, yeah. um, and if, and if you're not, if you come out of this and all you can say is that you survived, like kudos to you. Seriously. <laughs> you do not have to walk away from this having learned a goddamn thing. No, no, no. It's you okay. Just, just to come out, of, come out of this on the other end is going to be a big thing. And life's going to change. Things yeah. are going to so, be different. Yeah. No, 100%. So hashtag staying alive. Hashtags, hashtag stay home for Nevada. Hashtag stay home for humanity. Right. Yeah. yeah. And with that in mind, so mm -hmm. when this episode comes out, we're kicking off a 14-day music prompt challenge. Uh, so we are calling this Isolation Station. So what we're going to ask all of our Wild and Free Battleborn podcast listeners to do is to uh, participate in this challenge. It is a 14-day long challenge, which is the incubation period for COVID-19. That's why we have the 14 days. Um, but there will be a prompt. And then every day we want you to share your response to the prompt in song um, and then tag us on it. We'll also have a hashtag uh, yeah. uh, so you will see that, um, but there's, it's going to be fun, a fun way to like share some, some music, uh, just build some, you know, share some community with other people. And then we will pick, uh, one person who has done the, uh, all 14 days, um, with us, uh, and they will re receive a wild and free swag bag and a gift certificate to May street food truck. I'm looking forward to, uh, I'm looking forward to participating the, uh, what do you call it? The categories or the prompts that you guys came up with are very Nevada and wild and free. Appropriate. Yeah, very exactly. Exciting. Yeah. So it'll, it'll be fun and it's, you know, all for a good cause. Cause then once May street opens back up, you'll be able to eat all the delicious food that Allison raves about chef Steve cooking. Yeah, that'd be <laughs> exciting. Please do, please we, do. we can all be there maybe together distance wise eating our delicious food, getting our guacamole on. That's that's right. Most yeah. definitely. Yay! Well, awesome. Well, thank you for joining me. I hope this information, I hope this conversation was cathartic to you and that our it was to me. Yeah, and that our listeners got some um, fun information and maybe some new ideas about how to keep themselves entertained. And yeah. um, please so share with us what we missed. What are you yeah. doing? Yeah, we should. We, our 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 listeners. What are y'all doing? Yeah, let tell us. us. Know. Mm -hmm. All right. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, cool. This has been Wild and Free, a Battleborn podcast. I'm Allison. Who else do we have? I, I, well, I'm Jacob, and our team, as always, Jose Sotelo is our producer. Ashley Pacheco is our research assistant. Um, uh, B Gutierrez is our creative director. We've got Raven, the dog of the Den of Descent. Which, when we dropped off the cupcakes, we didn't see Raven. She must have been scared. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Because we we did it, we were very far away. We were very noisy. We were. Um, and then of course we have Sebastian, the cutest, newest member of the Wild and Free team. Yeah, it's, so someone has a birthday coming up. Yes, he yes. does. He's gonna yeah. be one. Yeah. One years old. We'll have more birthdays down the line. He will. I mean, this one he won't remember, so it's fine. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, thank you everybody for tuning in. If you like what you uh, listen to, please rate and review us and follow along. Giddy up. Giddy up. <laughs>